tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed, and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to tinfoil hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Good morning, Swarm, and welcome to Tim Fall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to join me as always, Xavier Guerrero and Jay Nice. Johnny Woodard. Guys, how are you? Hey, now. Guys, this is part of the cool new opening. We get in, we get out, dude. Uh, If you want to see Sam Tripoli, myself, live, uh, just go to samtripoli.com. I'm in Plano, Texas, September 8th through the 10th. Then two super shows uh, at the Comedy Store, September 14th, 8 and 10.30. Saratoga Springs, September 30th. And Kansas City, the Comedy Club, November 11th through uh i think the 12th yeah go check that out everything you need is at sam anything else guys nope, that's it anything uh yeah just check out broken simulation it just dropped it's a good one all right before we get to the guests one last thing i want to tell you about our friends at athletic greens i take athletic greens every day because i want to better gut health, more energy, optimized immune system, okay? I hate taking a bunch of pills and vitamins. I want a supplement that actually tastes great and want to see what the hype was all about. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things. And it's real simple, okay? It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, or artificial anything while still tasting good. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, and it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb, okay? It costs less than $3 a day. You're investing in your in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash timfoil. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash timfoil to take ownership over your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Enjoy the show. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. All right, man. Very excited to have this next guest on. He's a regular and a banger. Uh, I think he's uh, always have some of the best uh, shows that we do, and uh, he's here to talk about one th- a bunch of stuff, and one of them is the Rockefellers taking over the uh, AMA and hijacking our uh, healthcare system. Please welcome back to the show, Crow777. How are you, brother? 
Good, man. Thanks for having me, guys. And remember, only talk about approved truth or you will be censored. <laughs> yeah. Fair warning. I, I'm old school censor, bro. I mean, I get nothing anywhere. So I'm okay with that. I'm ready just to push everything to my website and just chill dude you know um so what's up dude what's new tell, for those who may not be familiar with you and your past appearance can you tell us a little bit about yourself crow and where they can find you uh everything that i do is on a privately held server now crow triple seven radio.com c-r-r-o-w seven 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 radio.com i do put bumpers up on youtube a bumper is hey man there's stuff posted at my website i do that on twitter and youtube because the censorship is ridiculous, and I'm not going to waste time. By the way, did you guys hear that the Vatican has ordered all their holdings all over the world back into the walls of the Vatican before the end of September? What does that even mean, yeah. man? It means some banks are going to be failing if I had to guess, and I am guessing. So what do I do, bro? Do I pull out all my money slowly? I went to the few banks that I use, and I said, hey, man, do you guys have bail-ins here is it possible you will do a bail-in and they said oh no 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 and i said cool can i get that in writing from the manager guess what i got bupkis nothing i went at one of my banks twice and so i know damn well that they do have bail-ins which was told by a lot of the money people on youtube and other places uh and so people know what a bail-in supposedly is Think of Greece. I think it was, and I'm pulling numbers out of my, you know what here, but I'm in the ballpark. Say they had a hundred thousand euros and that was the cut mark. They took 50% of all their money in, in their accounts at that bank. And they bailed it into the bank because the bank was failing legally. There was nothing to be done. So these are the things that I'm thinking about right now. Um, like putting like cash something. in a shoebox and not the bank or something. The other thing, how is it that you can't take more than 10 grand out in a 30 something hour period without getting on a watch list. And by the way, has anyone been to a bank recently and asked for more than maybe five grand and hear what they tell you? Oh, we can't do that. You got to make an appointment to do that. Am I got to make an appointment to get my money? So things are getting dicey. Yeah. So what if I write myself a check and cash it? You know, that's, I, I love the way you're thinking about that, but what I have been told by people who are good at money, which I am not, and in the money trade, is that if you withdraw, I think it's 10 grand within a 30-something hour period, basically a day, a little more than a day, uh, you go on a watch list. All right, so what, what should we told. do, like five grand at a time? Uh, is that because, like, uh, for, like, kidnappings or stuff money like laundering. that money that's laundering that's what they say that's what it's purported to be but yeah. it's really so they can make sure that nobody's getting away with nothing you know so like track our movements there, there are people out there that make the claim once you put your money in the bank it's their money now according to the law so i don't quite know what to believe because the managers won't even give you a straight an answer they deny 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 and, I'm, and i go cool can i have that in writing um, and then they go back to the, oh, you're FDIC insured. And I'm all, but that's not what I'm talking about. Will you do a bail-in if your bank gets in trouble? 
Yep, that's the I have question. zero faith in any of these guys. I remember when because they're like, "Hey, man, what we're doing now is like, if you're like low on funds and you overdraw, we're gonna let you overdraw. It's gonna be great, man. We're gonna help you out. We're not gonna screw you on uh, any charges that you do." Well, what they don't tell you is they just start hitting you with fees. That's right what Wells Fargo did. Wells Fargo let people overdraw and not didn't even tell them. And, no, no, and no, they, no, oh, no. Wells Fargo did way worse than that. They went well, they and created I mean, fake accounts yeah, and they people's did a lot of names, things, but that's. One of their worst crimes yeah. was letting people yeah. overdraw, and yeah. people people who had no money would come in and find out they were suddenly thousand dollars in the hole. Yeah, which how does that happen? just say no? Yeah. Yeah. 30, don't accept the charge. It was thirty two bucks for every every time you ran your card. Yep, you can go in there and get a soda. Thirty two bucks. Yep, it's just ridiculous. So I'm working on that. I really like that you're talking about decentralized uh, websites. I'm working on that too. I'm working on- Gotta do it. Gotta do it. That is the only way that we're pretty soon. Right now, as we speak, everything on the internet is being socially rated and weighed. Uh, There's going to be a little tag. And when they come around to open enforcement, which they kind of did in the fall of 2017, when all of a sudden it was okay to delete accounts with a couple hundred thousand followers on it with nothing said or nothing done, just removed. Um, All the social rating has been scanned and everything everywhere and by the way all the people that do like live streams on youtube it's not even important what you're saying what's important is the people who are coming to be in your chat because it's forming little maps for them of who they don't like (laughs) yeah it's definitely weird for sure dude uh so i've decided that because everything we do gets nuked so i started a new thing on my uh website called nuke dot social okay and what basically you could do is it's a it's a social media matrix and people are like oh now we gotta go to a new place no man the best part of this thing is you can connect to the telegram and you could just go right to the telegram from social i mean nuke dot social so it's going to be like one place you go and then you're going to be able to hit all the different uh, social media is a mine. And so even if they do nuke that, which they will eventually, uh, you'll still have a place to go that is decentralized and uh, on my own server. So that's the whole thing. So just go to nuke.social and check it out and sign up and you can go right to the telegram and all my telegrams will be on there as well. So I too am thinking a lot about that. I too am uh, working very hard. Uh, they're going to try to break us. I feel like, I, I personally feel like we're winning. I know Crow, I, I, I'm i not sure where you, your thoughts on that. I think the internet is in a real like war in terms of like our hope and us waking up versus them and their, their goals. And I know that they are, they have, impl- they're implementing shit left and right, but I just feel like people are more aware of it than ever and people are getting pissed off. Like the new thing was that the Starbucks ad came out, right? And it said, uh, we're going cashless and the internet freaked out because most of us use our credit cards. So we don't really have a problem with that. But the fact that you're making us have to use that and what the, the implications of that really upsets people. And you saw Starbucks had to make a public uh, uh, basically make a comment on it. And their comment was, that's not our official policy. If stores want to do that, they can, which is them telling you they want to do it, right? Yeah. But people woke up. 
Notice I don't have Starbucks here anymore. Guess who's not going to Starbucks anymore? This guy right here. Your thoughts, Crow? Um, we're going to have a hell of a fall and a hell of a winter. And the Vatican news, whether it's propaganda or true, will quickly be known. Whether they're just doing stuff because they know when they talk, it goes online. Uh, I think it's probably true. I have heard from people who should know things that they're going to make their first run at crypto this December. That's pretty quick. As a matter of fact, these same people told me that was two years away and that the pandemic went so well, they bumped up their schedule two years. These are people in meetings that I would never know anything about. Um, part of what goes on with crypto is the moment that it is the mainstay and how we do commerce, everyone will have admitted and agreed that value is not wealth that wealth is not value. The digital dollar from the Fed in their white paper admits flat out, it'll be almost impossible to have a savings account or to inherit money to your children, as an example. The day we go to mainstream crypto of any kind will be the day that we lose more freedom than probably in the entire history of what I know of the world. Um, we're coming into some dire straits, so it's heartening to hear people kick Starbucks in the nuts for trying to push us in that direction. Cause what is cashless means means they're pushing the crypto agenda. What do yeah. you, what do you mean by mainstream crypto? Do you think there's an alt crypto that, that could potentially uh, work let's, as a, as a one coin or no? Let's logic it out. Has anyone here ever known the federal reserve to tolerate competition? <laughs> okay. There's your answer. Yeah. So does anyone here know of a crypto that isn't volatile? Because if it's volatile, it's being manipulated. And when you can print money uh, with no value, like the Fed has done since the pandemic, money is not even money. It's just monopoly money. They print it. They play with it. They could buy out any crypto or shift it any which way they wanted any day of the week for any market, for that matter, that's still taking dollars. Um what happened to us in the 70s when we finally came firmly off the gold standard? A few things. We got our 30-year mortgage, which is one of the biggest enslavement tools ever devised. Right now, cars are up to what? People are buying cars for six or eight-year loans, I think, now. Um, but what happened in the 70s was coming off the gold standard and the, the death debt, the mortgage. Um, these were the early, early works of enslavement. People think people like Carter were just do nothings that couldn't get anything done. People like Carter stacked the government with more trilateral commission members yeah. than had ever been known. Yeah. So it's each one of these nut bags, you know, and, and this idea that somehow blue or red is better. I mean, you're caught in a spell. If you think that way, go ahead and show me the guy in our, in my lifetime. And I'm not young anymore who helped us out. Go ahead point to him. I'd like to, I'd like to hear the guy's name who helped me out or my family or my state or my city. Yeah, I mean, I, that's the whole thing that we've been discussing. Like, I have zero faith in any of these guys. And they're just getting us to vote for our own downfall. I mean, I, I, I'm with you on that, dude. I mean, like... I, well, vote, voting voting is a put-up. We, we demonstrated this in an episode where we showed that it was the bankers that created the right-left paradigm. Yeah. The, the governor of, of the bank, the central bank in England we were modeled after, came over, talked to the bankers, and he said, all right, we got left and right in place. Now we can get these idiots to fight about things that don't matter while we take over the world. What's that look like? Well, this is what it looks like, where we are now. Um, the bankers have basically taken over the world. Some of the biggest downfalls in our existence, and a lot of people get mad when I say this, but I don't care. It's true. Um, corporation, 
when corporation came to be what it was, we were on the road to ruin um, because it didn't take them long to outsmart what we call government. And by the way, every government, you know, in this world is also now a corporation. So is your municipal police. So is your school district. So is everything. Go look up what's it called? Dunn and Broad Street, whatever it's called, list every corporation. The point I'm making here is that entertainment has queued us up for corporation to be their playthings. Uh, what entertainment does is it trots out these ideas that seem shocking and we see them a thousand times. And after we've seen it a thousand times, it's not shocking when it happens in real life. I get what you're saying. So what you're saying right now is this basically they use television to uh, condition us to accept certain things, television and movies and video games to accept certain things. And I've talked about that before in my life. The first time I saw a dead body, I wasn't shocked by it because I'd seen a ton of dead bodies in movies before. So the, the, what would normally be a very like shocking thing. Not, not, I mean, obviously I saw my grandparents in caskets and, uh, you know, that would, that hurt. But I mean, like to see somebody die in what was a very nasty car accident uh, did not shock me at all. And uh, it's conditioning. They conditioned us to be okay with this. When I moved to L.A., uh, there was a dead body in a storefront. This is when Hollywood had some, like, really shady businesses on on Hollywood Boulevard. And one was an empty building. And you could smell the death in there. And you looked, and you, there was a dead person. Nope. Shock. No nothing. Just saw that Ryan. a million times in television. Just Ryan there? Yep. Yep. No one called 911. No one thought about no, the, it. No, the, the store owner next to us shoot us off. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Call the cops. There's somebody dead in there. This is where we're at, man. Welcome to the first world. Welcome to the first world, man. So I want to get into a bunch of stuff with you, and I know that you uh, you have some stuff you want to come on and talk about, and I would love to get into uh, some things I've been really interested in hearing and uh so you know i went on rogan and i was talking to him about how the rockefellers overtook uh the ama and used that as a tool to basically monopolize healthcare. and you know unfortunately the guy who wrote this really good book you know was labeled anti-semitic which we all know is a tool again to take people down so nobody looks at that and you're like if you look up his wikipedia and it goes anti-semitic you're like oh i don't want to know anything this guy's doing and like let's just say in some bizarro world that was true right but does that change the information that he's putting out if someone kills someone, it doesn't matter what race or religion they are. So this little trick that they've brewed up works brilliantly, but that's just because the media enforces it. Yeah. Um, but people have no idea what we lost roughly shortly before 1930. Um, we had high schools in this country that were cathedrals. Um, I'm about to release an episode with Fortune to St. Germain, who remembers this time and actually taught in one of these high schools. Um and it's insane. I mean, these things were carved stone, marble. They were like cathedrals of learning. The curriculum at that time, we looked up for like a sixth grader, could be compared to what college grads, four-year people are getting in terms of wow. math. And, and it's insane what we lost. But what we really lost was homeopathy. Um, and while a certain senator stood up to ensure that supposedly till the end of time, we have free access to homeopathic, we'll call them remedies here, carefully, 
over the counter without a prescription that was done for us. But even that is coming under scrutiny now, because when I did the episodes on the Recaweg remedies, the two geniuses of the modern era, um, customs started stopping all these little remedies that were supposed to be legally able to get over the counter uh, and making it difficult for the delivery. But in the homeopathy, there was a time right before 1930 when we had some of the most brilliant medical people who actually healed you, by the way. That's not what's going on now. Um, Right now, you get prescribed a drug probably in three or four years, you're going to be on another five just from the side effects alone. But they had doctors that were homeopaths. And that, that, if you talk to a homeopath, when, when they so-called cure you, you are cured. As a matter of fact, you don't need the remedy anymore. And here's another thing. The remedy, if it's kept in dark and relatively cool, will probably last longer than you will. But these guys that were homeopaths were also MDs. They were rated for both sides of the coin. Do you know what we're talking about? Medicine at that level. Um, and then it all, the last generation came and went and the medical community had been taken over and how'd they do it? They did it with money. They did it with corporation. If, if I was going to ask you right now, the universities were, were infiltrated right around World War II in the same way. Um, if a university is going to build a new wing or try to discover something, they need funding. The way it works now is the funder tells them what they can do or what they can't do, or if they want that new yeah. multi-million dollar wing, you will not look at this other third, you know, everybody knows how it works. Um, but what basically happened is the whole medical establishment was taken over. There were men curing people with light. Look up a guy called, uh, what's his name? Dinshaw is his first name. Light healing. Look up the word Dinshaw, D-I-N-S-H-A, maybe a W, I'm not sure. He was from India. He was curing people with light. I'm not even uh, kidding you. And there's clinical results to back it up. There were people like the Gersons who cured the worst cancers with juices, basically, and coffee enemas to flush your liver out. We lost all this. Um, When Gerson announced, I think near near 30, 32, something like that, that he could he could cure most cancers and many other things. Within three months, our government had outlawed treating cancer with basically carrot and lettuce juice. And I knew Charlotte Gerson, Max Gerson's daughter, who carried it forward for 80 some years. She was forced to run a clinic out of Tijuana when I lived in San Diego because it would be against the law if she gave a cancer patient patient carrot juice. So this is where we've come. And these people did it. These people are bankers. These are robber barons. These are people without conscience because what happened to the medical industry is they began to go to farm pharmaceuticals. You know what pharmaceuticals are mostly made from? Petrochemical. Yeah. 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 There they, there they are. They're all in bed with the dark side and They're making a run right now. And as they weigh the internet, everything on the internet at this point, pretty much with little exception is tagged because algorithms are running everything. Some people like to call it AI. I won't, I'm calling it what it is. It's a snippet of code. It will never be alive. It will never be intelligent. If this, then that it's code. Don't fall for this matrix nonsense that somehow it's going to become sentient. Doesn't work that way. The creator has to give you the divine spark of life and code ain't got it. So this code is going everywhere and every day it gets better at what it does. And the code that is currently running 
is giving you your search returns. If you are logged in, which almost all of us are now, it is looking at your psychological profile and the return you get has nothing to do with correct information or the information you're looking for. It has everything to do with that algorithm predicting how many clicks it can get out of you based on your psychological profile, which puts you within a group of people, which means mass data collection can go on because you're in this group of psychological profiles with a few hundred million people. This kind of thing is what's driving search returns. If you've noticed that they're almost worthless at this point. Another thing is before they deleted my YouTube channel with almost, I think I had only around a hundred thousand right now. I'm permanently stuck at 190,000. They're yeah, never going to let Welcome me. to the group, bro. I was right, stuck they're, at they're, 136 for there, there years. Go. They won't let you clear 200 grand. That's all there is to it. But what they did is when they went open head hunting, cause they felt they were big enough. No one could stop them in the fall, October of 2017, they deleted my channel the day before they deleted my channel. If you did a search for crow triple seven, you'd get 16 to 25 millions returns page after page after page after page of all the people who had written about me, blogged about me, put my videos, embedded my videos, the day after they put me back, it went down to a couple grand. Over time, it's leveled out and it's a lot about geography now, but that was the big takeover. And anyone you know that got a channel deleted, they had they put an algorithm on your butt. Anyone does a search, it does what it does and returns whatever it thinks it should to control what's going on. Um, we're in a world here where the information systems have absolutely become the enemy. What they're good for is if you want to date or maybe to concern can, you know, look up some supposed historical fact or something like that, or a book. Um, great. There, there's your, there's your tool. If you want to do research, you're in the wrong place. You can do it, but you've got to get logged out. You've got to get a certain kind of browser and you're going to have to work at it. Um, but we are headed right now into a fall where it is my estimation that every bit of data out there is being social rated. I'm with you. Hey, real quick, guys, I want to tell you, uh, if you want to support the show, uh, just go to samtriplee.com. We have some T-shirts. New T-shirts are up. Just go to timfallhattshirts.com. And uh, we also have some premium. Co yeah, that's the new shirts right there. We got some new ones, the TFH Live. We actually got a new version of that out, and we have um, a brand new shirt coming out, Very two new ones coming out very soon. We also have some premium content for you. All my premium content is on rockfin.com, Conspiracy Social Club, Zero, my spiritual podcast, and... Um, Early Broken Sam. Okay, uh, Conspiracy Social Club with Brian Callen. Also, the uh, Cash Daddy's premium content on Patreon is on fire, right? You guys just banked oh, a whole bunch. $20, you get all of his tips on how to invest, and everybody's making money. We're over 500 subscribers there, and everybody's making money. And here's a quick word from our sponsor. Hey, everybody. Warm weather is here, and for me, that means hot, sleepless nights. For sure, I recently found a way to stay cool at night so I don't wake up all sweaty and sticky. Since I started using Miracle Brand self-cooling bed sheets, I stay comfortable all night long okay using silver infused fabrics okay miracle brand sheets are thermoregulating and designed to keep you at the perfect temperature all night long so you're get a better sleep 
every night. The sheets are infused with natural silver that prevents 99% of bacterial growth. 99.9. Leading- oh, 99.9? Even Ooh. better, Johnny, of bacterial growth, leaving them to stay cleaner and fresher three times longer than the other sheets. No more gross orders, okay? Miracle sheets are luxuriously comfortable without the high price tag of other luxury brands. The sheets use a a premium 500 thread count sateen weave that's made with USA-grown Sapima cotton, which is one of the highest quality cottons in the world. Stop sleeping on bacteria. Clean sheets mean less bacteria to clog your pores and fewer breakouts and other skin problems. Go to trymiracle.com slash tinfoil. That is trymiracle.com slash tinfoil to try it today. And we got a special deal for our listeners. Be sure to use the promo code tinfoil at checkout to save 40% and get three free towels. And Miracle is so confident in their product. It's backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want, you aren't 100% satisfied, you get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Brand. Go to trymiracle.com slash tinfoil and use the code tinfoil to claim your free three-piece towel set and save 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash tinfoil. Thank you, Miracle Brand, for sponsoring this episode. All right, Crow. So uh, I'm with you on all everything you're saying right now. I've been through it as well for as... um. The, just the censorship to the point I pulled off all the all my conspiracy stuff off of YouTube, pulled it all off. Um, it's but not there. I think it's more than censorship because, like, we you know how they're saying they're deleting the internet. Like, if you type in anything, it tells you there's what millions of results, and then yeah. you end up going to the end. Like Crow right now, oh, yeah, it says that's, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah. You get three pages, but by the time you get to the second, the mainstream results are duplicating. Yeah. So basically, you're getting one, maybe one and a half page of mainstream results. Um, it, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It, it is utterly useless. Google and, and even DuckDuckGo and these other places, when you think you're out of the loop, what you have to do, just so everyone knows, what the algorithms do, is they create a psychological profile on you of everything they know from your medical records to the cards you use to how many seconds you took to click on a thing or how many, you know, how long you looked at a video, everything, everything creates a psychological profile. What the algorithm is attempting to do, well, not attempting, it is doing, is predicting your behavior. The one who predicts your behavior best gets that corporation paid the best. Who are the best paid corporations in the world right now? the ones with the algorithms predicting your, your your behavior. And what's funny is like, I even have tech friends that say, man, I should, shouldn't have said this word over my phone the other day. They were listening and now I'm getting ads. And I said, you don't get it. What happened was an algorithm predicted the day you were going to think about that thing. That's what actually happened. What, dude? Every, every what? day an algorithm gets better at what it does. When it makes a mistake, it never makes that mistake again. The first time you were ever told the truth about the internet, the internet that I'm aware of was in 1999, the CEO of Sun Microsystems announced you got all these cool free tools, Gmail, you know, email, all these things that you just get to use. But guess what? There's no more privacy in this world. And everyone laughed in 1999. He was telling you the absolute truth because at that time, 
Google was coming up with supposedly the best algorithm ever made for search engines. And their motto at that time was don't be evil. Well, the story goes, and I did say story, the fictional history or whatever you want to call it goes that the venture capitalists backing Google told them you will turn a profit this year or we will pull your plug. They took out a lighter and they burned their motto, don't be evil. And you know what they did? They turned you into a product. Yeah. If you are using a free something, who is the product? You are the product. And as a product, you have been commoditized. And as a commoditized product, what are you giving them? You are giving them the most valuable thing that exists in this world, far more valuable than money or gold. It's called data. And the reason data is so valuable because they can predict anything they want about anything with enough data and the ability to process it. To include, if they wanted to, they could get all the data they have on you and come up with a 90-something percent prediction of the day you will die, the minute will you will happen, the geography you will be in, and what killed you, thereby confirming you are in this group of people, which is a scary damn thing to say as we wait for the other shoe to drop and find out if all the inoculated are about to drop like flies oh no yeah. i'm with you on that like amazon just bought roomba what do you think they want they want the inside of your home yeah when something breaks they're gonna let you know all oh, that vase broke here's a new vase amazon's already on top of Is it. it the vacuum that goes around the little, yeah the little well, yeah and that's it's, it's, pre it's precursoring the internet of things called iot what the internet of things is which you will be one of eventually if they get their wet dream you will be one of the things on the internet is you will go to the doctor one day and the doctor will say dude you got high blood pressure you're a little overweight you need to go do these things and by the way here's some drugs like all doctors do he won't say anything about your diet by the way then you will go the next morning to open up the refrigerator to get some cake and the refrigerator will say, sorry, you can't have cake today because your doctor just told you you're too unhealthy and fat. That's where we're headed. Oh, Lord. Well, who was just on it says, uh, you know, the, the rumors are all scanning, just scanning. Of course they are, house, yeah. dude. That little thing going around is totally scanning. I mean, they've got LiDAR cameras on those things. Yeah, you know, dude. All kinds of different tech is built. It's just crammed into those things. It's yeah, perfect for dude. It's having a crazy. blueprint of your house when they want the IRS wants to come and yeah. knock down your door. Yeah, man, it is. If it comes to that, if if the remainder of however many of us are left here, um, that here's the thing: the people that don't make it, it's almost like a survival of the fittest thing. And I don't want to sound cruel because I was so against all this. I spent my whole life saying this is coming, and when it got here, I spent my whole life trying to tell people don't do what they're telling you to do, or it could cost you your life. Now that it's happened, what we're going to see probably all the people in, in positions that know, tell me that we're going to lose like the Deagle report said, everyone remember the Deagle report, which is almost impossible to look up online. Yeah. Uh, let, okay. So you remember what they said about the population in 2025, severely less than it was back in the day when we first found that world, how could we lose three quarters of America? This doesn't make sense. And I was still doing my podcast saying there's a shit storm coming. Anyhow, on the other side of that and the, the upheaval that it will cause like is portrayed in Peter Dinklage's movie. I think we're alone now, by the way, that happens at a three o'clock on a Tuesday. I think um, the ones that are still standing are going to be much better equipped to deal with what we have to deal with. But here's the problem. They're going for full lockdown on everything. We're going to have a 
social rating score. Your phone is going to track you in every way you can't even imagine. And on top of that, to get on the internet, you're going to have to have basically what, a, what amounts to a, a passport, but with a good social rating. If your social rating goes down, you borrow money, your APR will go up or you won't be able to go to school or rent an apartment, or it's all going to be China. China led the way. China was given in, in the summer of 1997, Silicon Valley gave China all the tech they needed to knock off Facebook and to basically fuel three companies. What are they called? Tencent, Alibaba, and what's the other one? Is it Baidu? I don't remember. There's three of them. Not too long ago, they were rated as the most potent AI in the world. I don't know if that's true, but it doesn't matter. Their version of Facebook run by Tencent runs their hospitals, their police, their banking, and serves as a Facebook and hands out social ratings. So you'd be walking and all of a sudden you get a text says you just lost five points. There is no customer service, just to be clear about this. There is no disputing whether you should have got that, but if you get enough social rating points taken away, what you can do in the world becomes very limited. And by the way, and I'm not even kidding about this. I read the book, the first good book on this by Shoshana Zuboff. It's about five inches thick. It's very mainstreamy, but the tech stuff she says is correct. Um, if you do some, if you do a heroic act in some of these Chinese cities that are already being run this way, you get 35 points, but you know what? It doesn't define what a heroic act is. This is where we're going if if it's allowed to happen. Jeez. Jeez. Now you know why all the zombie movies got so popular, all the post-apocalyptic. You know, what was the first one I can remember? You know, what is it? Costner with the Pony Express and post-apocalyptic. Yeah. yeah, you know, they, they just started knocking these out. You're all, what's this about? Waterworld right after that. Well, you want to know what the zombie movies are about? Go out and look at probably more than half of the population. They are now officially zombies. Papa Bush went on national TV news back when we only had a few channels and cable was ramping up. And he was shown to be splicing a gene of a plant at Monsanto, I think it was. Not too long after that, they went to the Supreme Court and the corporation said, hey, man, we got this patented product that took, I think it was corn. I don't remember what it was. And this patented product modified the DNA. We can claim ownership on that, right? And the Supreme Court said, sure, you can. So in 2020, they came out with this other patented product and they said, hey, man, we can get your mRNA, Moderna, to update your DNA and tell me what the difference is. It's already been to the Supreme Court. A patented product just updated your DNA. It's not the DNA God gave you anymore, if they're telling the truth. So you tell me where this goes. I, uh, I, I, I'm somebody that has faith that the universe, what you're saying is very powerful and very scary. And I think these pieces of shit are specks of shit to the universe. And maybe this is why before giant asteroids came and hit earth and hit a reset because our DNA got so shish kebobbed that um, it wasn't God's DNA anymore. And that may be happening again. We may see this again. Asteroids come and annihilate everything. 
and hit the re- maybe. hit the reset button again and maybe right. if you're lucky a couple amp people will come and be like come in here bro hang out with us you're like oh fuck i'd want to go out you want to go out i yeah. talk about it all the time they're like if there's a nuclear war i'm gonna fucking field that bomb like it's a punt i'm just gonna look for and try to catch it uh <laughs> call it a day bro who wants to survive does it sound the, the ultimate i'll, 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 make, I'll make sure you get a statue <laughs> i'll make sure i'm going underground dude i could survive on it you could survive underground. Hell yeah. You're a germaphobe, bro. What? You couldn't survive. I grew up on a farm with, with chicken shit up to my knees. You're I, a germaphobe. I, I could, I could, I'd be fine. I'd okay. Be fine. All right. I already told you I could stay in a closet for, uh, like, just live in a closet for like a weekend. No problem. We, we, we can vlog that. We can vlog that. Put them in that closet. Can we right vlog there. that? Well, no. You were once. You were. You bet me that I couldn't do it, and yeah. we were gonna do that. And then I all right, dude. Well, can, do I get to pick the closet? No, okay. He, he's too he's too tough to care. He don't need the sun. Yeah, dude. So this is this is yeah, man. I I agree with you. I think this is their giant plan. These these nerds and these elites work with demons, dark energy demons, and that these demons hate humanity because they're trapped here. That's my belief. That makes more sense than anything else out there. This is spiritual warfare. I don't think anyone who knows anything about anything can deny that this isn't spiritual warfare. They're going for the basic building blocks of what the creator granted you. But there are problems when you logically take this apart. I know for a fact that the creator granted me the divine spark of life. He granted me free will. That's a big one because other hierarchies like supposed angels don't have it. Um, They just do the bidding immediately. But they all, he also made us beneficiary of this place. But knowing that you have free will and that it's a unique, special gift, does that mean that you have to make choices to help yourself? Or does that mean that some magical entity is going to come bail you out when it gets too tough going? From my point of view, it means the choices you make matter. And we just saw two, almost three years now of some of the worst choices I've ever seen in my life. Uh, I concur, man. And I have people in my life that I love with all my heart. I love them so much and I care for them so much. And they called me a crazy person and I got lectured about how my name is uh, causing them problems and stuff like that. And, you know, I mean, I've been let go of my comedy uh, network I was on because we were we were banging a little too hard. And I helped grow that thing. And I wasn't the major. I was one of a bunch of uh, original podcasts. And, uh, you know, I still to this day don't get spots like I used to in this town. And I know it's it's not because of my sets. I know it's because of what I talk about. And, you know. Sponsors have left us. Well, sponsors leave people. Yeah, but. but, You know, but um, we, we definitely have felt that we have we're swimming up tide political correctness is slowly becoming the law they're rolling it out slowly to the point where no one would dare be politically uncorrect because they know the result instantly in their face that's where we're kind of headed here yeah and the worst part is that the people who know the political correctness is wrong don't want to do anything because they don't want to be associated with that so you have in la you have this comedy scene where 
these comics who I know are absolute savages as human beings, you know, funny, just fucking fearless. Well, I shouldn't say fearless, but, you know, just, you know, could say some pretty insanely uh, politically incorrect stuff. And hilarious. Go And hilarious. Go on stage and just placate these very dumb, scared crowds. And we're How much of it is even what the crowd... I feel like it's almost like a feedback loop we're in because I think that most people in the world don't want that kind of comedy either. They want real shit, you know, because you know that because every time you put out real shit, you get a response, you know, when you put it out and, and people aren't being judged, you know, in a public place. Uh, that's is that just, I mean, what do you, is that just the people who go to comedy crowd? Are people afraid to laugh now? Do you get that? Well, sense? I mean, no, I think like in oh, LA no. they are okay. and in New York they are. You hear people talk about it all the time. And that these, might just be here though, right? What? Do you think it's the same way in the rest of the country? No, no, no. Yeah. The, like, you go to Florida, I'm just teeing off on shit, and people are laughing their asses off. You know, you go a lot of places. You go to these red states, people are laughing their asses off. But, the, you know, it's just like the cities that, as savages, outlaws built, and they work so hard, they create such a good life that their sons and their grandsons have had so easy that now we're in weak men make hard times. It makes sense why Doug Stanhope went out into the middle of nowhere, huh? When you think about, I mean, because that nobody went harder than that dude, and he, I mean, he he kind of saw early. He's like, right. I, I got to pull out of this. Right, this is- right, right. And it's just kind of crazy, and you just see this kind of this, you know, like Crow saying that this it's almost becoming law, and the people who should be wanting the kind of freedom of politically incorrectness run from it. And they conform, and they and they so, acquiesce to these stupid people. There's, there's, you know, I, I don't like calling people stupid, but let's let's throw something on the table. I'll, I'll do it for you. Okay, fine. I'm functionally Say. illiterate, so those are my people. So I can't. Well, here's here's the thing, man. We all came from school. <clears throat> Sam's close to my age. We kind of remember a similar time. He's a bit younger than I am. What were the books? that were slotted from about seventh grade into lower junior high. They were all about what we're doing now. Animal Farm, Brave New World, Lord of the Flies, 1984. Why are those the prescribed books? And by the way, the first side of the Rush album, 2112, the hell do you think you're listening to? They took the story from Ayn Rand called Anthem, which is post-apocalyptic America, and they swapped a light bulb for a guitar. That's side one of 2112. You have been shown this reality so many times that there is no stupid monkey defense. I'm sorry. There just isn't at this point. Yeah. And now you've got the indoctrination camps the the universities now they're they want to make that you know just a government subsidy basically by paying off student loans you know because that's where people go to get like what you're talking about is that universities well yeah so it goes back to what we just said and we've said before on the show nothing's for free now they want to make college free why because they want you indoctrinated they that's the payoff you get a quote-unquote education that costs you no money right but we get to indoctrinate you deeper into this. We get you to think that everybody cares about what you your opinions are. 
And if it so, was truly about helping the economy, they would also be paying off, you know, plumbers that going down to the tech college down the corner, you know, or paying off their trucks and then their gear and shit like that, dude. If they cared about the economy, that would no, that tells you they don't about care about buying votes. That's what I mean. It's about. And if they cared, wouldn't they just fix the school system? Why are you charging so much to go to school? Like if even if you do the for, the this, loan forgiveness in five years, that. yeah. But in at the end of the day, there, it doesn't there's fix two things going on here that fit everything you're talking about. The first is they're breaking systems, but for the first time, they're also doing wealth stripping. That's going on everywhere right now, but it's not just the lower echelons that are getting wealth stripped this time. As an example, the guy can't pay his rent. The state turns around and tells the landlord, "You can't evict him." Not only they stripped the guy who can't pay his rent, they're now stripping the landlord who can't pay his bills because he can't collect rent or evict. But this wealth stripping is going on six ways to Sunday everywhere we see. The reason is, is because we're headed to UBI. Their wet dream is universal basic income. Once they go digital money, if they can pull it off, which eventually I'm sure they will, that will be more control than they could have dreamed of. But when they are paying you to exist, that is ultimate control. Universal basic income means if you're not a good boy or girl, you're not getting paid this month. Good luck. And look what's gone on during the wealth stripping for people who pay attention to things like gold and silver. They've plummeted and everyone goes, well, why is that? It's because everyone is being made so poor right now, they have to go sell the gold or silver they wanted to save for later when they were older. But yep. they have to do it at a low, low rate. And then when they think they've stripped enough people and gotten enough of their gold back, gold and silver are going to shoot up out of range for most people in this world. And once that happens, you will no longer be able to get at specie or money of value, which actually can open the door for you holding a title on something as protected by the Constitution. You have to pay with specie, basically gold eagles or, or silver eagles. But th these are so complex issues that I just said 10 things that almost need a whole story at their own. But th these are the things they're aiming for. And I know this. I'm not guessing about the UBI and the wealth stripping. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you, dude. I want to get into some of the stuff that you, some of the talking points you sent us because I think this is very important. So the second talking point, why don't we get into the Census Bureau? Tell me a little bit about that. So back when there was more sanity than we currently have in the, room, in the world now and there was pride and people could actually think because they hadn't been polluted with crap in their water and bad food and all the things that we live with now, whatever they're spraying in the air. Um, when they had a child pre 19, I think it's 13 or 16. You wrote your new child's name in your Bible and anywhere in the world that required you to prove your, your child had been born. You presented the family Bible. It was accepted. Then we got the census bureau. Here comes the downfall of corporate ideas. Slowly over time, people quit writing in their Bible. And instead, a corporate bureaucracy type thing is taking control. This leads all the way up to the New Deal. But before that, it leads to birth certificates. If you don't know what a certificate or a registration does, maybe you should take some time to look it up. When you certify or register a thing, you get to hold possession and you get to use it, but you really don't own it. But this is nothing new. People know that allodial title was lost a long time ago. We are not entitled, most of us. 
So at the point that the Census Bureau came to be, the old sane way of appreciating one of God's creations, a living man or a living woman, was being subjugated. And that's where it starts, or one of the places it starts is with the Census Bureau. And by the way, there, you know, for people who do read the Bible, read about your census in the Bible. What were they using it for back then? What did they use the census for? Well, one of the, one of the stories you hear is, oh, Jesus, you got to go back to your hometown because the census is there and the tax collectors got to know who you are and where yeah. you were born and get your taxes and render unto Caesar what is Caesar's. It's a basic idea, I guess. It's like form, a census is a form of control, Yeah. basically. If we know you exist, we can tax count you. you yeah. And, yeah. Damn. We can tax the shit out of you. That's why that's the only time they don't care about immigration. They'll tell you. They're like, oh, we don't care about immigration then. Tell us how many people are living in that home. And you write 20. 20 Mexicans. 20 Mexicans. (laughs) It's a a catch-22, this world we're in, but it comes down to a very simple tenet. Do you stand up for what you know to be right in your heart? That's it. That's the whole game here. Do you do and act and stand up for what you know to be correct in your heart, yes or no? Because if the answer is no, then you're handing your time up at bat to the people you don't care to care for so much. If you say yes, well, then you're batting for a team that most of us would like to see come out a little better than we just did. Yeah, I agree with this. And uh, I I think there is a giant movement to get people to, in fact, to wake up to – to what's going on, and you're seeing people more and more look at their, you know, city councils, their board of educations, and get involved. And that's what's got to happen. That's what's got to happen. The education that we lost since the 30s is a big part of this because I'm a little older than you, and I can remember when um, uh, the idea of how government worked left my schooling. Um, it was before I got very far into high school, but it fell away. Um, and then it became social studies and other things. And the people behind us really don't have any idea about rights or how the government works. As an example, when I went out into the world over the last three years and they said, here, man, put this on. I said, excuse me, are you asking me to cover the breath that the creator granted me, my spirit? Are you asking me to cover my spirit? Because I'm not doing that. And when they said, yes, I said, you're violating my God-given rights as a man, as a living man. I said, can you please show me the authority that allows you to do this? What's the law that allows you to do this? You know what every one of them said? The CDC. When I informed them that the CDC is a corporation and not a governing body, they still stuck to it. Doesn't matter. That's where my authority comes from, from a corporation. So oblivious to the idea of being a nation of laws, which we still could be. Uh, so oblivious to what a special gift you were given when you came into this realm. Um, so the education, catching people up and teaching them how to, at least offering to them to learn how to think properly. These are big ideas. And this idea of an online university, I mean, don't make me laugh it out of the room. <laughs> it's just so funny. It's just upset. I mean, there's still people walking around with masks on. And you just watch them, and they're all crazy people. Living in fear, nonstop. Living in fear. There's a teacher at a college. Do you see that? Asking her students still to wear masks in 2022. And she won't let people comment on her post. That's how you know you're wrong. 
You're just virtue signaling to people. Is she qualified to be a teacher, I would ask? Or, or here's a better one for you. Everyone sitting here and everybody listening knows damn well that you shouldn't breathe your own exhaust fumes all day. Now show me a qualified doctor, if you will. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. how bad it is. Right it's, a, it's, a, it's a really catch-22 for us in L.A., though, because we're either breathing our own exhaust fumes or the exhaust fumes of every car going down yeah. the highway. Yeah, I mean, we're the, not I mean, meant to live in these big cities. No, we're not. I, I'm more and more, I just got to figure it out, man. I mean, it's just like. I think that one's going to get figured out for us. I think the population's going to get figured out for us. Oh. Or let me, let, me, let me rephrase that. I think enough people accepted the offers that were given that that one's the train wrecks already happened. We're just waiting for the body count. What the free beer, <laughs> right? <laughs> How about this? How about this? Do you guys remember when Doug Stanhope was on the man show and they did this segment about how he would give people free tickets to concert if they took this pill that would make them uh, sterile and we all laughed at them. You remember that? They're like, oh, you so look at these no. stupid people, right? And then these people are like, hey, bro, get this uh, shot. We'll give you a free Big Mac or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, donuts. Donuts, donuts was one. Yeah. yeah. yeah guns. Mean, they were doing guns at, out there in Texas or somewhere. Some state was doing so guns. So stupid, dude. Oh, man. Sc scary, man. Stupid monkey defense out the window. It's just unbelievable, dude. So, I mean, like... A big thing that I, I you know, I, 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 can we go quickly over how the Rockefellers took over the AMA? I just really, because it's almost shocking how it's, it's done. Well, I, I mean, you don't even really need the nuts and bolts. What it, what it comes down to is money. Um, yep. You got to realize that there was an aristocracy developed in Europe, and they had rules of what gentlemen are supposed to do and all these ways you're supposed to act. And people from the lower echelons couldn't very easily fake being at their echelon because they didn't know they didn't have the education and the schooling or how to act or the things they needed to know. And it was a clean division. And I'm not saying they were treating people the best all the time, but what happened in this country is some people got mega rich, the robber barons pretty soon, the aristocracy over in Europe couldn't afford the rent on their castle. <laughs> so they started marrying off daughters from the filthy rich in this country who basically just ripped people off till they were gazillionaires and they got into the, the old aristocracy was put down in the same way it happened in ancient Rome. There was a, a you know, the, 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 I forget the name for them. It's an aristocracy that was put down in Rome for us to get to the next step. They had to get rid of the ruling classes and I'm not making an argument for ruling classes. I'm just telling you how it's happened more than once. So these rich people marry into the semi-royal lines, maybe to the royal line some degree. So now this claim that these people had special blood or whatever their nonsense is to be royal mm -hmm. is completely out the window because what it really was is they wanted to pay the rent and the heat was on. So they married commoners. And this is the beginning of the woes of everybody. All the rules were out the window and corporation and commerce became the rule of the day. If you can get away with it, then that's all there is. And they basically bought their way or bought whatever they wanted. Yeah. That's how it happened. Susan Bradford talks about that, about how these, like the black nobility in particular. There you Rothschild. go. And why are they called black? There was a white nobility too. You know why the, the black Gelfs were called black? Because they love to get into wars and kill people. The white nobility wouldn't do that. 
which one of those two won, we don't hear anything about the white nobility. Yeah. I mean, that gets into Tataria versus Kazarians and stuff like that. And why peaceful, loving, like high technology people basically got wiped off the planet and dark arts human beings who made deals with demons trapped here have fucking won. And I th- have they? You're free. I know you can walk out your door and do any damn thing you want. Can a guy who's got to deal with a demon do that? I don't know. No, don't I'm with know. you on that. I'm with okay, so I'm with you. But you know, I don't know if you're a Tataria guy at all. I, I'm I, not. I really enjoy that story and everything that's there. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. But I do believe in Kazarians. Uh, there's a lot of things that point to Kazarians and being. Uh, you know, I mean, I'm Armenian, right? And you go look at like what the young Turks did to my people and a country like Israel that is basically built off the history of the Holocaust, never, ever wanted to, you know, uh, call out Turkey for their crimes and hold them accountable. And then you start studying Kazarians, you go far back enough, they're Turkish, so I mean that that to me makes more sense than geographic fucking allies, right? I mean it just makes more sense to me. And that's when we start to realize this stuff. I believe the story of Mayor Rothschild is Paul Bunyan bullshit, okay? Oh my god, he was like 12 and he took over the 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 the, uh, the, the took over the uh the uh British banking um uh, monetary unit. Dude, that's all bullshit, dude. Just like the same way Jeff Bezos was a hard worker. He's such a hard worker, and he just worked harder than everybody else, and Mark Zuckerberg just, you know, came up with this crazy... All bullshit. They are the children of the rich and the elites, and they were given products that they fucking were helped grow. That's exactly what happened. You, you got to be approved into that club, and it's always been that way. And by the way, everything you explained was the bankers to include the formation of Israel, which is a deal that was put in place long before it happened. 100%. You can look up the documents if you want. If you want to take, the I time. agree with you I forget, totally. I, yeah, I forget the document's name, but it says here, here, Mr. Rothschilds, we're honoring. You know, these these guys were so rich that they could control whether. This is the thing about World War One and World War Two. To have a war costs a lot of money, right? If yep. you don't have it, where do you get it? Well, from a banker, right? So what that means is a banker can say, sorry, guys, we're not having a war today because I'm not lending money. But it also means I can fund both sides and choose who's going to win. That side, I don't want them to win. They're going to get less resources from me. The side I want to win, they're going to get carte blanche. I agree. It's always been about the bankers. People want me to put my neck out because I do everything risk versus reward. If I don't see a great reward, I'm not doing it. And they want me to cover World War II all the time, and you know why they're saying it. And so I got on the record of saying the following. The only thing you need to know about Germany and World War II was there was no central bank before it happened. There was a central bank when it was done. That's what you need to know. And, uh, you know, here's going back to Kazarians, and this is just me and feel but if you study what's happened in Israel recently with these vaccinations and this group of elites making Israelis get three, four shots and their fucking uh, mortality rate is skyrocketing right now. I mean, there's we've had doctors on the Union of the Unwanted talk about every night there are sirens now. 
ambulance sirens every freaking night. They have a new word. It's called unknown cause of death. We've had doctors that say the death rate is skyrocketing, and so is the term unknown cause of death. Sudden adult death syndrome, that's true. But it's like, there you go. so if you want to get in, I mean, for me, it's like, yeah, dude. I mean, yeah, Israelis and the people who run them, I think they're a lot like Americans, been manipulated, and that's my humble opinion. And that the fact that their leaders bomb them with fucking vaccines over and over and over again lets you know that fucking there's different teams going on here, and that's my humble opinion. And that it's uh, it's a uh, rich elites versus everybody. And that's my humble opinion. And I don't support bigotry. If someone wants to pick out a religion or a human type, I'm not down with you. You want to point at someone, point to the people who are doing wrong. I totally agree. And that, that has been and always will be the fucking point of view of Tim Hat. We do not judge religions. Religions don't make people bad. Bad people can become religious and do bad things. And that is my whole humble opinion. This, this bigotry is a major tool of the powers that would love to be permanent. Um, and here's the thing. Who was it? Mark Twain, his old adage about travel is fatal to bigotry. It's true. What do you think the electric car is about? Think about what I'm about to say here. My neighbor got an electric car and I went over and he's big. He's got the solar panels. He's very worried about global warming. And I said, well, what's the range on your car? And it's under, it's right around 300 miles, I think. I said, that means you can go 150 miles if you want to come home, right? I said, how long does it take to charge it? He says, more than a whole night. So I got interested in this and I went and I looked. If you could spend five to 800 grand on a car, Apparently, you can get between 500 and 800 miles of range. And supposedly, it might be able to charge in 20 minutes or less. But not very many people can spend that kind of coin, which got me thinking that even the ultra rich, if they want to use a car to do something, they're going 400 miles if they would like to get home. When I was coming up in the United States of America, the badge of freedom was given to you at 15 and a half. And at 16, you had your own keys. You went to work, but if you wanted, you could drive West Coast to East Coast. It was the ultimate establishment, the oh, thing that mattered in this country. thinking about and that. There it is. That's what the electric car is about. It's putting up the electric fence. Now, so the cars that are built now, by law, will have a kill switch put in them. All the, all the anything newer than I think it's 2020, is just data collecting anything much newer than 2020 is collecting like you you can't imagine to the point where if you get an accident in one of these cars you know what the insurance company is going to come plug into the 36 computer chips and tell you all the reasons why it was your fault that's what's coming but what's worse is they now don't have any mechanics where i take my car at the dealer they have technicians i'm not even kidding they told me there are no more mechanics here and When I started to talk to them, I realized the first thing that happens anytime you take these newer cars and they plug you in to their computer system and you get an update. Guess what's in those updates now? A kill switch, which was apparently okayed by law. There's more of the electric fence. This is about shrinking your world and facilitating the bigotry, the us and them, the division. Oh, you don't like Jewish people. Oh, you don't like it. This has been going on forever. It's so bad that I don't even watch sports. You know why? Because it's the same damn thing. 
I like this team that's never won in its lifetime. I like it because I live near them, but I don't like the people who don't like my team. It's bread and circus. And is this is what they're circus. facilitating. <laughs> they're, they're facilitating the division. And when they shrink your world, you will never have the opportunity to meet other places and peoples and realize they're just like me. They bleed. They have children. They want best for their children. They'd like not to be dirt poor. They're just like me. Yeah. Yep. I'm, I've said that forever, man. I've said that forever. I've traveled the world. I've met from China to Afghanistan. People are all the same. Pulls the bigger tree out of you quick, don't it? Yeah, and you just start realizing everyone just wants to laugh, have a That's drink, right. get laid once in a while, and and raise a family. That's those are the basics. Maybe not drink. Not everybody drinks, but you know what I'm saying. Have a celebration, and that's everybody. And we're all fighting all over this stupid, stupid stuff. And it's really the people who believe in this, like, uh, I don't know. I got to watch my words here because, um, you know, I, I'm, I believe in God and I'm a spiritual man. So that could be seen as idealistic, you know. But for me, it's like these people who, like, have this idealistic version of how the world should work. And they want to force us all into these kind of uh, certain ways of living that as we're now seeing in real time, when we try to apply idealistic ways to, to human beings, it doesn't work. Oh man, our law enforcement system so bad that, you know, how about this? How about we don't, we don't make poor people go to jail for committing crimes. That doesn't stop them from committing crimes. That actually encourages them to do crimes. Should somebody be in jail for life because of marijuana? No. But if someone punches somebody in the face and commit violence, should they be in jail? 100%. These DAs are doing this on purpose. And now they pulled this off and nobody's going nuts on it because this town is full of ultra rich people. There's so many rich people that their political views that they vote for, the consequences of those actions will never affect them because of their I'll, money. I'll add a thing and it's going <laughs> to piss off a lot of people, but it's true. And I can prove that it's true. So can you, no one ever, made a bit of difference by voting in this country to seat a president. It is your vote does nothing. It is the electoral college, which seats presidents. There are an easy five examples. You can go look up where the, the, all the guy who got all the votes was not seated. The other guy was, you know why? Because the electoral college, this system has been rigged from the get go. It is so damn obvious on the face of it that they even call it a polling place. That's exactly what's going on. You're being pulled. So the cable news works oh mightily God. to try to get your vote to line up with what the electoral college is about to do. And apparently they don't always pull it off. But if you don't know that a president is seated in this country because of electoral college, then you don't know much. And that was taught to me. Wait for it. In junior high school. How is it that I'm the only one here that would stand up and say it? And how is it that I'm going to get tomatoes thrown at me for saying it? But it's true. Bro, I deal with that all the time. I'm raising daughters, man. They're two years old. I'm already grilling them on history. I'm like, who's who who fought the Civil War? Who fought the Civil War? North for South. Because I can't stand these man on the street videos where these people ask these kids stuff and everyone mocks them about how dumb they are. And I go, hey man. As Generation Xers, Millennials, the people who should feel really bad about those videos are us. 
Because we didn't teach right. them any of that shit. That's right. We didn't. We let the schools just fall to new lows every generation. My kids are going to private schools, and I'm going to figure out which one's the best one. You're gonna, your kids are going to be the private school elite now that you're always talking about. Yeah, see? Lizard people hanging out with the lizard no, people, my lizard kids. Never hanging out with lizard. I, I just want to say the, the car, the car thing is even a step worse now uh, because I, I firmly believe that the, their goal in the very short term, less than a decade, is driverless. And, and, and I mean, you have no autonomy when they want to take over oh. your car when you have a driverless car. It's oh. coming. Yeah, and then that's that's the very near future. I, I mean, they're driverless with a kill switch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, what's a what's a kill switch worth when they can just lock the doors yeah. and bring drive you literally into the jail? Damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, that's it. They lock your doors and drive you into yeah. the onto the prison. You know, I mean, on the jailhouse grounds, and then you're you're done, yeah. dude. And like you said, there's no mechanics. The other day, uh, my friend bought a car, a Tesla, an older version. And they asked him if he wanted the auto, the autopilot thing, and he said yeah. And I kind of expected there would be like a new transmission, whatever. It was a download. A so- he paid ten grand for a download software, oh, yeah, technically. And I literally, I was mind blown. Like he said, there's no mechanics. It was literally a download, and now his car drives on its own. Yep. Your I shit was- breaks. They take out the part and throw it away. Mm-hmm. I thought they would be a mechanical whole new transmission. Yeah. Tesla won't let you work on them. I mean, there's a famous you know community on YouTube of people who mod their Teslas and and do their own work. But Tesla is no help at all. I mean, they have to do it. They have to go around Tesla to do that. Yeah, there's no like you can't go to AutoZone and ask for Tesla parts. And they claim it's a liability <laughs> thing. They claim it's because of liability. <laughs> Walk into AutoZone and say Tesla, they'll probably hit you with a spark plug. Yeah. And, and That's so funny. you know, I mean, I've had friends get like a flat tire. They got to wait months to get a new car, a new tire. What? They have to wait months to get new tires. Like, the, dude. Because specialty tires? Or yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want the warranty to stick, I guarantee you have to have a Tesla tire. If you want the warranty to stick or, or whatever, they would. I just, I mean, like, again, I don't know if we can vote our way out. I think the biggest thing becomes that when it becomes so obvious that that the the candidate that won wasn't the one that the people want. And this is my, and I, you know, this is the argument I had yesterday with Brian Callen. I don't like Bernie Sanders. You know, when when things were first going on in 2015, I was a different person and a different view of the world. And I was really blind to what's going on. Okay. Uh, But I I liked him at that time. But what I really liked was that the people, he got people excited, right? Now I think he's a fraud, right? But then, and he was filling stadiums. He was filling stadiums. And Hillary couldn't even do a cafeteria. And even though I completely disagree with his politics, but, you know, at that time when I thought, you know, that that voting mattered, I thought like, hey, man, the people want Bernie Sanders. That's who the people should get, because I believed in, you know, democracy at that point. And hey, think of the sleight of hand, though, and what you just said, because if I asked you is what we call the federal government a corporation. Yes. So what are we voting for? Is that the way a government should be? It's not the way it originally was. And by the way, if that is true, do you know how they view you? How are you classified when you are called an American citizen? Which every one of us agrees to every time we get a driver's license or anything else. You're agreeing to that offer. You check the box. I'm an American citizen. Since 1933, that has meant that you have been securitized and that you're an enemy combatant. 
and people have no idea. So if we're going to talk about the parties, why don't we go one step deeper and say, wait a minute, is that guy part of, is he running to run a corporation? Because if you say yes to that, then what's the real problem here? Yeah. But I don't think people vote to, um, to vote for somebody who's running for a corporation, right? They're, they think they're going to run the government. Yeah. Which- who, who, does a, who does a corporation work for? So if you take it a step further, if someone asked me that question, I would say the board of directors and the shareholders. So if our government is a corporation and corporations don't work for the customer or the client, which I guess would be us, they're working somewhere for a board of directors and shareholders. If it's a corporation, there are shareholders. And that kind of draws the picture where we are now. They're doing whatever they want. You know what? My mother passed away recently and she had dementia for years. I took care of her somewhere during that time, a place called smart energy that just now sent me a letter a week ago, say, thank you for the three-year agreement you made with us. And by the way, your rates for electricity are going up next month. And I called them. I said, can you please show me where I made an agreement with you? And they said, Oh, we did this in 2018. I said, that's not possible. My mother had dementia in 2018. Even if she could have walked to the phone, which she couldn't, she was not competent to make a contract with anyone. And a phone call is not a damn contract. And I read them the riot act, but you see where we're coming to here. This corporation that provides your enemy thinks that they can pick up a phone, claim they've made a contract with you and then bind you to it. None of that is true. We just let it happen. Yeah, dude. I mean, we gotta. I mean, we gotta wake people up, dude. We gotta wake people up. We gotta. I wake mean, that whole fucking uh, terms of service shit is bullshit. At the oh end of the yeah, day. all the stuff they put in there. Yeah, well, they just Good get you didn't read it. Oh well, you 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 pressed agree. They they informed me I was in a three year variable payment agreement and my bill's going up on September one, and I said I'll tell you what's going to happen right now. I said, you're going to terminate this because you've committed fraud. I'm recording this call and I know you are too. So you might want to give this to your boss when you're done. You are going to refund every penny that you have charged this household. And by the way, you illegally made a contract with someone who was incompetent, or at least that's what you're claiming. Then you transferred it to my name. And they said, well, we'll give it to the resolution center. I said, you do whatever the hell you want. I'm not talking to another person. I've told you what's about to happen. And if these things don't happen, I will file a fraud complaint with the governor's office. And then I went and looked online at all the terrible press they had. So it just, it doesn't take that much. If you do the right thing, if you say what you know is right, you do what you know is right, and you defend what you know is right, all this crap stops. Yep. I mean, this is the whole thing. It's just you. I, I you know I just think about this yesterday about how I have to now sit down once a week and go over my bank account and go, what is this? What is this? What oh, is dude, this? me too, man. I got so many little things just bleeding. Now, me. I, I, I want to say something. Uh, sometimes, you know, and I know this is a big theme of this podcast, this episode today is that people are getting dumber. I, I've said this a thousand times on this podcast. I think we're getting saturated with stupid knowledge. And uh, one thing is like, people can't even check, uh, balance a checkbook. Well, you know, back that back in the day, everything was done with cash or a, a check. I mean, not everybody had a credit card. 
Now it's like a check, or, and it was very easy to do. Now you got you got PayPal, Cash App, fucking uh, Zelle, bang, 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 everybody. And I know that's being done purpose, yeah. on purpose. And it's just a phone number that shows up, some of those charges. It's just like, hey, it's a oh, you know, you know, hard number in oh, India. How hard is to cancel Netflix? They make it impossible for you to cancel. It should literally be like, you should be able to press a of button. Of course they are. Where it They're says, hemorrhaging. Like, I just don't want them to charge me no more. No, you have to call them. They have to call you. Yeah. It's been a fucking, it should literally should just be a button. Anything you have to call to cancel is, is oh. I mean, the most infuriating. Yeah, oh, really? Have, why people have told you that? Yeah, like a gym membership. They like I try to cancel gym membership. They need you to go in person. You signed a paper where the only way to cancel is in person. Right. Even if you're That's moving out of state, they need you to go in person. Or, yeah, or letters. Is, you just said like the key words. They need you. You don't have to accept their BS. They don't have the right to push you around, and they push you around until you claim the right not to be pushed around. If enough people said, "What the hell are you doing? You're not going to like what I do next." These kinds of things would go. This is corporation gone wild, and it's it's true. We are dumbed down. Just the computer age makes us stupid. We you, you remember how many phone numbers you used to have in your head, Sam? I, I probably had 20 phone oh, numbers yeah. in my head when I was a kid. You now know what you do now? You need, you, you don't add in your head. You whip out a calculator. You don't think of a phone number. You push a button. Even that dumps you down. Everything we used to do required cognizance. And so it's just making you lazier and lazier. My point about that gym is if they did that, I would go down and they would not forget I went there. And I'd go all the way up to the top in that room and let them know in uncertain, no uncertain terms. I would also call my credit card company and file a complaint. To, I, I would go the distance. They don't control what I pay. I control what I pay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what this whole, that's, that's this. You got a thousand things on here. You have to fucking, uh, fucking, uh, you know, you know, what's this? What's this? I mean, my daughter go, is, can get into my phone and I don't even know what she's adding. I see her. She's on Apple, like fucking apps. I'm like, get off that. You're going to purchase something. Ninja. Stop doing that. Cause she is a ninja on the so phone. My nephew did. Dude. He was, they found out he was just downloading shit, buying it. Bang, like, bang, bang. Like, boop, 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 he bang, came bang. up to me and said, this is the one I bought. And, and we were like, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, I've yeah. Heard, I've heard of kids rack up like thousands of bucks where you have to call the company and be like, hey, this really wasn't me. It was my oh, five-year-old yeah, yeah. assuming that these are kind of free. doesn't understand like yeah. little coins, you know, because they call them coins. They don't call them dollars. He doesn't understand that coins cost money and yeah. the account's connected to the bank account. You oh, know, they love kid. doing that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They, they love get, it. If they can get the money one step away from, uh, you know, there can be kind of a, a level of obscurity between the actual cash. Uh, you know, they can convert it to like funny money or whatever, like they do in strip clubs. Then they, boy, they love that the best. There's this great viral video. This kid, uh, this mom is like videoing her kid, and she's like, "What did you do, son?" And she, and he goes, "I ordered this." And she pans to the right, and it's like one of those big uh, electric monster truck things, you know? Yeah. And then she pans to the right more. He ordered six, <laughs> six, six electric monster trucks. <laughs> he just got on the computer. The kids. That's man. why I need to get just a. They're learning a, a side regular phone, a play phone. phone. Here's you go. Good. Here's your play phone. I think I'm. Just, I I have an iPad. I think I'm just gonna give it to her and let her just or get her or get her some books. You know, I mean, because like, I yeah. think that stuff is in your brain. I Johnny, I read up. to them all the time. I'm trying my hardest. I, they, I, oh, but, I know you are, but I'm just saying I don't know that you want the kids having the phone until I mean, yeah, my nephew was cracked out on it. Though. Yeah, but it's that thing where like if you're not reading, your kid's not gonna re read. Your kid sees you on your damn phone all fucking day. Okay. He's like, I want to do right. that. All right, you guys. 
guys that who don't have kids <laughs> and this fucking I'm just gonna do it idealistically. Yeah, I'm just telling gotcha. you, dude. My, gotcha. my brother-in-law Go threw watch his kids the in movie the called Social Disorder. It's very mainstreamy, but the the information about the data is correct. Social disorder, and by the way, it shows that the engineers that designed all the little systems we use realized that they'd done it so brilliantly that they were addicted. They don't allow their children to have social media. They don't allow a cell phone in their hand till they're well into high school. Yep. I mean, I'm trying, bro. I'm battling the forces, dude, daily, all the it time. Ain't easy. It's not I am trying. I try to get them out of the house so they can go play. Get them off the phone. Crack is crack. Crack is crack, bro. And it's it's and the worst part about it is you go to these kids' parks and you like try and discipline your kid, and the other parents are sending you like dagger looks. And I'm like, you know what I'm doing here? I'm trying to like not raise criminals. Could you not judge me right now? Spare the rod, spoil the child. You'd get you'd get less judgment, I think, in different states. Of course. Yeah, I think it's here. I really think it's here. Because I think in other states, if you discipline your kid as in like Real like, hey, stop doing that. It's so it's crazy. Not that crazy. They're about to outlaw gender in LA. I'm pretty sure, right? <laughs> dude, just get me out of here, dude. Just get me out of here. Dude. With this heat too, I don't know. How, we talk about how great this weather is. Yeah, nah, I'm not with this you, week. Dude. Not Lately, one oh six. Really bad. Dude. Paying that much rent for one oh six. Yeah, six. Damn. Yeah, dude. The Valley, like, Glendale. I, I, I'm on the west side. Dude. Okay, Johnny. Okay, enjoy <laughs> it, you jerk. I don't know, man. I'm, it's just crazy times, dude. It's really crazy out there. But uh, I mean, like, I personally believe in my. Uh, I, I, let's get into some birth rate because I want to talk to you about birth rates. People have been talking about birth rates. Uh, Elon Musk is talking about how they're just just bottoming out. Uh, He's I've done telling the truth. I've done my part. Banged out He's two kids. It's He's just, telling the truth. We did an episode where uh, I was reading some Daniel Estelin and I got impressed with some of the numbers he was pressing. So I went and Jason and I figured out an ingenious way to try to get at numbers that we would think would be trustable. An example is like if I wanted to see how far I could see, I would go get the government certified viewing distance of a lighthouse, right? You know, that's going to be on the money as they can make it. So we went in and we looked, this is what I walked away with. And this is what I stated on the episode. The birth rate in this world has been plummeting since basically roughly around the time of women's lib in the seventies. And that the places that aren't about to go extinct have to have a birth rate above 2.5. It is claimed that anyone who's dipped below 2.5 has never recovered from that. What's ironic is that people of color, Catholics in South America, <laughs> and some Muslim nations are the only ones that have enough kids that are making it through. Almost all the Asians are below 2.5. Almost all the white people are right on the cusp, if not below. I'm telling you that the population that they've been claiming has been growing has been plummeting since the 70s. Yeah, I mean, that's what people are like. Oh, my God, there's too many people. No, there's not. There's not. There's Japan's about to go away. Just they admit on every Japanese episode of anything that there are no children around. How crazy is that? I mean, because I, yeah, yeah, because no one, like, how, how many your, your, how many brothers or sisters did your, does your mom have? My mother has three, two brother, one brother, one sister. My brother has not have kids. I have children too. I have mine very late. Uh, See, like, I don't know anyone that has more than three. 
Two, 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 threes. But that's, that's max. But what I'm trying to say, my dad, he had eight of them. There was eight of them. Damn, and you're the target market. You're supposed to be like holding up the population. Max, yeah, yeah, it's three. Blasting Mo- away, bro. Ma- it's three. It's the most you can fit in a car. You've been hanging out with white people too much, bro. <laughs> Yeah, Sam well, thought they, he did, did. They don't. They don't sell station wagons anymore. There must yeah, be a reason. Yeah, vans that. aren't a thing. When's the last time you saw a van? It's threes max. Like it fits because that's all that fits in the car. You don't want to have two cars now. You got to get the wife. Strap and, them on the hood. Yeah, you got to get the wife and the fucking dad to drive to the same place. There's definitely cars. like people are getting married less, and that has to do with just like legally and financially. It is. I think men look at marriage as just a, a, a no win situation, and. Do I want to give this person half of my possessions in like five years? Especially when they don't. I mean, look at Especially when they don't cook and they don't clean. Especially when they don't cook and they don't clean and they don't do shit. Why would I even? Yeah. Why would I even? And then you look in Los Angeles, in California, bro. If you're married for ten years, you have to pay your spouse like five grand for the rest of their life. Well, no, they they get a salary from you. Yeah, that's like they're they're your employee for the rest. And like these women, like you hear story story, like they won't they'll get a boyfriend and never get married because they. Oh, for sure, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All you got to do is that he doesn't live there all thirty days of the month. So as long as he has, as long as he spends one night, like you're one of those guys, you know the rules. (laughs) Yeah, she told me I gotta leave her a week. Just one day. Just one day. I gotta go sleep over my mom's house. Had a situation like that where they had been married, and they had a pretty nasty separation. And then one day, the person they separated from, this woman, came to the guy and was like, you know, if you want to uh, keep staying you know, in the room in the house, I'm totally fine with that. And he was like, why is she being so reasonable? You know, And he found out a week later, dude, if he had stayed in that house another week, that it would have been like he could, she would have been entitled to half of everything. Whereas he wouldn't have had to pay her anything if 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 she he hadn't moved out. Like, oh right at that. my Thankfully, god! Thankfully, he talked to an attorney. But if he had stayed there, like she was saying, you know, saying real nice, like, oh, you know, you you're welcome to stay as long as you want. That's why she was trying to game the the legal system. Isn't that funny? I mean, listen, women. I, we could have a woman on here talking about what piece of shit men's are. Oh yeah, and we, I we, totally we agree with that. So sorry, it just happens to be all guys on the show. So <laughs> it's, it's a, a podcast. Little, hey, don't, don't drag me into your nuclear wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast, not about murders. Yeah, what do you expect? yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to be able to win occasionally. <laughs> no, I'm with you, but you know, it's just it's a it's a just a kind of crazy thing. And like, let's look at our society. I mean, like, even though we see, um, you know, growth in feminism, whether you like it or not, we see women are able to make money, get jobs, all that stuff. There's still a big part of our society where women's whole drive is to get resources from men. Yeah, and it's built on that. And the laws well, to, are set up. To be up fair, on. I think the men built that system, though, didn't they? That was the '50s movies yeah. where the little lady stayed at home, right? That was the result of that. No, I, I I'm understanding it, that, but I, mean, I think eras switch. To be honest with you, I think there's going to be eras when women are on top, and other ones when men are on top. I just think men have been having a pretty good run for quite a while. Um, but, but ultimately, this whole, this shouldn't gender be nonsense. All this gender nonsense, in my view, is aimed at one overarching idea, less children. Yep. And you see some wonderful people, and I'm like, it's so interesting, man, because, like, there's, especially in Hollywood, man, I mean, I see, and I'm not going to say his name, a comic go up there and talk about how happy he doesn't have, that he doesn't have kids, and he's miserable. 
I mean, just a <laughs> miserable person. And I love him. I think he's one of the best comics out there. But he just doesn't come off as a overly happy person. How and old is he? Is he older? Is he he's like? Older. You, it took you a while. I didn't think you were gonna have kids. When I met you, I was like, "There's no way Sam's gonna have kids." And now look at you. Like it changed your life in the yeah, way that. I mean, in like, the way where I was like, I I always wanted him, but I'm like, if he loves it, I'm gonna love it. When yeah, I, when I, I think it's important for a man to have kids when he's ready to like focus on children, like. I just think it's like if you have this whole oh, well, man. If I didn't have kids, I could be doing all. Uh, you're yeah. you're gonna. There's gonna be some resentments there. Like my children right now, in my life have allowed me to go. You know, what? I don't need to go up in L.A. all the time. I really don't even care. I don't like the crowds. It's the old Sam that is yearning for this stage time, even though I'm miserable with these crowds. So maybe I could just sit back and enjoy it and then focus on other things in my life, like learning to kill with my hands. You no, and, know? no, and then what's funny is I honestly think you're going to come back harder. Like once they're in high school and you can't like, they're like, Ew, I don't want to hang out with dad no more. You're going to be like, you're we'll going to come back. I'll be in my, yeah, I think I mean, you'll come true. back. You'll come back hard. 10 years from now, maybe yeah. I'll be like barely, I'll Joey Diaz it. Yeah, exactly. Like, you got, you're going to have time. Talking about that shit, dog, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm fine with it, dude. I mean, I'm fine with it, but, you know, just to see some people, like, you know, they have kids and they kind of change. You know, it's like Eliza Schlesinger had a daughter. I didn't even know that. And she's wonderful, and she couldn't be happier. And that's very cool to see. And I don't know. I, I know very few people that had kids later on that aren't super happy about it. And, oh, uh, the, the girls? Until they're 70. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll be happier when they're seventy. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> there's a chance someone might give a damn about him when yeah. they're old. That's my old thing, dude. We used to have to do raise uh, back when I did a naughty show. We did a gay naughty show, and they needed money to raise because these these you know gay people don't tend to have kids, and they get to a certain age. Yeah, it's and, funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, but nobody takes care of them. So they create this center to help them. And it's like, that's kind of crazy, man. And, you know, the biggest thing and I must say about that is that there, and this is a big thing I learned on Zero, is that there is a, there's an arc of life. There's a cycle. And I tell people. Circle of life. Well, no, it's like, you know, hey, you're crushing. And then the phone stops ringing and it doesn't mean people don't like you. And it doesn't mean you're not important. It just means people's focus have changed and it just stops ringing. It's like the guy who can't, who's, who's like 45 still at the nightclub. What are you doing here, dude? This is, this was a time you're, you're supposed to be doing different things in your life. It doesn't mean, you know, there is ageism out there, but there's some things that are natural aging process, right? I mean, like that's kind of way it is. Uh, with women as well. And, you know, it's, it's just like the, and I tell people, man, this is the arc of life. And enjoy it when you're Where there. are you going to be when it starts to go a different direction? And you can fight it all you want, but this is the, this. I thought you were the rage against the dying of the light guy. I thought that was your, your whole. Politically. Oh, I see. Okay. But I'm also like, I, I, the, I'm also somebody who's like, the farther you get from nature, and I love to hear your thoughts on this, Crow. The farther you get from nature, the more the more anxiety and chaos in your life. There's one of the main proofs for you were granted life, and it was something special. Um, all the things that we've talked about are synthetic systems, which are cheap, pale, 
knockoffs of the natural world. No matter how much power people get in this world, they can't be gods of this place. They can't make a fish from scratch. There's your proof. There's your pudding. But what they can do is make cheap knockoffs, which we could call man-made artificial. We could call it technology. And then they can claim to be gods of those systems. So if you logically look at it, it's almost like you're sacrificing your God-given entry into this world and where you could be to become into this new artificial world. And by the way, people in high positions claim and they're going for the brain chip at some time in the future. And I don't doubt it. How far is too far? Is there a too far? That doesn't appear to be. I, I listen, listen, I'm with you. That's why I'm like, Elon Musk is like, I know uh, uh, Johnny loves him, but I, I, I'm, I'm open-minded. He pisses off. I always say this. He pisses off the people that I would like for him to piss off. So, and he pushes against some things like like what we just talked about about having more the kids. Population. Yeah, thing. that's I mean, another why, one. He's I just don't. Against. If he's yeah. in on the, if he's in on the, you know the, the Klaus Schwab agenda, then well, why is he talking about? You know what I mean? Because I just don't see him oh. as part of the new world order. I don't know. Uh, I'll give you. I'll give you this trick that I learned. You want to know who someone is? Go read their mes- resume. If it says actor on their resume, you know who they are. <laughs> Wait, is Elon Musk been an actor? He was in the Marvel movies. He was on Big Bang. Those are all, and I don't watch things. Those are, and I know about those two. So I'm guessing there's a hell of a lot more. Elon Musk is an actor. Mr. In the wheelchair guy, he's an actor. As a matter of fact, I think it was the Simpsons that made the joke uh, that he got up out of his chair and he said, I'm sick of doing this. I can't do it anymore. He got up out of the chair and walked away. You're talking about Stephen Hawking? Those, yeah. Yep. One of the cartoons for adults for people who didn't grow up in the eighties. Yeah, but there it is. You, you see actor on the resume, you know who they are in this era. If they have money and sway, then you know who they are. I think well, it was Iron Man, wasn't it, that he showed up on? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I forget where I saw it said uh, actor on. I was like, Jesus, really? Did you just put that out there? That's kind of crazy. But who puts well, that wonder, there? Though? Wonder what it said on Ronald Reagan's, Ronald Reagan's resume. <laughs> okay. yeah, yeah, Reagan's man. whole thing is uh, Reagan's. Um, I just the the rewriting of Reagan's um, legacy is infuriating with me. I, I, to me, I'm very upset about it. I don't like it. <laughs> History is a lie agreed upon. Yes. So let's get into some, uh, you know, as we wind it down here. Like, what what are your steps? Because I, I like to leave people with hope. I think everything's hope. The day I have no hope, I, I say this all the time, this show will end. There will be no more tinfoil hat when I think it's all said, done, and we're all fucked. So what can we do? What can our listeners do to to um, push back and uh, save ourselves because it's all about this. This show, my all my shows are about saving yourself. What can people do to save themselves? It's basic. In a more enlightened time, <clears throat> there were sayings like "mind precedes all." These were ancient time truths. You know, there were sayings. You can challenge them now; they're still true. Your mind precedes all, and what is entertainment and politics and all the things that are making the world go sideways. What are they after your mind govern meant to control the mind meant is always mind. What you have to do is get back to common sense. You have to realize that if something can be done to a a human being, it can be done to you. And in the era we live in, it probably will be done to you. 
in the 80s, we all thought we were the greatest Americans and crap going on in other poor places could never happen here. We all know better now. If a human being can be injured, you can be injured. If you can watch somebody be wronged, you can be wronged. If you don't think it hurts someone to be injured, then you are a fool. What you have to do is you have to say and do the right things in this world, and you have to defend the right things in this world. Because what's going on now is people are putting muscle behind doing the wrong things, and nobody's standing up to say no, which makes you complicit. That's what I would say. Do the right thing. It's that simple. And don't accept offers. That's kind of been the theme of the show lately, man. Connect with others, com- create community, and uh, push back. Get, you know, it's like Doug Stanhope had a very funny joke about in the past about how people should have infiltrated the cops. We could have done that by now. If we sent in all of our guys to go undercover and infiltrate the cops, we could have done it. Because that is the key. Law enforcement and the military, and they're slowly trying to get away from making the military more uh, uh, automated, right? That's what they're trying to do. Uh, But it's still people at this point. And when tyranny comes, it comes in the form of race police. Race police. And uh, we have to somehow stop that. We have to convince these guys that, listen, we're, what we want, they'll get a paycheck. What they want is to enslave them and their family. What we want is freedom and love under God. That's what we want. And we have to get that message out. And we have to encourage cops that are pushing back on that. Because that's all they have. The, what, the separation between us and them is a layer of law enforcement. And, uh, you know, they, I do believe Canada of Canada Falls which is which the Trudeau's trying to do his hardest. I think people are starting to wake up to it. You see more and more p- people push back um, is he wants to set up a communism and he wants to let the UN come through. And that's when the UN comes to the U S in my humble opinion, it will be through Canada. They already have small bases here. I've been told uh, one in Utah and I think one outside Chicago, really? um, Chicago. but that's what I've heard. I can't guarantee it, but that's what's happening, dude. We have to strip away the layers that insulate them from us. And I'm not, I'm not condoning violence. I'm not a violent guy, even though I am learning Krav Maga and learning how to kill with my hands. <laughs> I will only do that as a defense or to impress a chick. Okay, those are the <laughs> only two things I will do. But outside of that, we have to start talking to people and let them know that what we want is best for them and their family and what they want is bad for everybody. And we, and listen, man, listen, get off of YouTube, get off of social media and go to your city council meetings, go to your board of education meetings, get involved, sit there and check these people, put their feet to the fire. You know, oh man, the FBI is da 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 da. Okay, man, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it, man. There's nothing you could do about that. But they can't throw us all in jail. They can't. We can all push back. And at the end of the day, I want I want a world that has an open mind and loves other people, and, and allows everybody to make money. And the government works for us, and we don't work for the government. And I think that's possible. I really do. Uh, I don't think it's going to be done through voting and I don't think it's going to be done through politics. It's going to be done through community and people waking up and pushing back. 
you know, you have that guy in Canada that's told Trudeau that any of his agents that come to test the fertilizer are going to be arrested. So it begins. That's my opinion. And we have to support people like that that do that. We have to push back and not allow people. Crow, any final thoughts? I uh, said so many things there. The crown nations have taken the worst of this. I get contacted from all over the world. There are arguments made that those people are actually subjects. Who knows? We're classified as enemy combatants. Um, you have to do the right thing. You have to value life. You have to have compassion. You cannot be willing to stand and watch other people be injured and do nothing. Because to do that is to opt for what you're watching um, in the minds of the people doing it. If there is no opposition, then they're, what they're doing is okay. This is going to become evident when 9-11 is freely admitted as a put-up. And on that day, people are going to say, I knew it. And nobody's going to do a damn thing. And they're going to collect the permission that they have so readily sought for. The most power they can get. Yep, you guys know we did this now. Nobody did a damn thing about it. That's called tacit permission in legal circles just do the right thing if you don't have compassion what's that for life, called tacit permission tacit. watching a thing that you don't agree with and doing nothing about it it's like the energy company telling me that i got a three-year contract i don't have i just sit there and watch it well then by doing nothing i've agreed to it and i will get the bills well we don't do anything now we learn about mk ultra operation this operation that we're gonna find out operation 9-11 was what and we're just gonna be like, oh look, it's un no look, look, cool. Alex Schoen's talking about it. Yeah. Well then you know then you know it's a put up. Oh <laughs> I'm with you. <laughs> um I uh, I I I I think we are already starting to see some of the nine eleven was inside job. This live golf course, this live golf with with Trump uh participating in it only miles away from from uh, 9-11, you know? It's called Revelation of Method. It is an alchemical procedure that has been tied to Masonic and other secret society groups to collect your permission on the tale of doing a thing based on the manipulation of the event and what they do until they do the Revelation of Method. Anyone who wants to learn about this, go look up a man called James Shelby Downer and the book he wrote called King Kill 33. You will learn more about the occult nature of this place we live than you could ever imagine. Um, and by the way, I've interviewed the man who helped with that named Michael Hoffman. But James Shelby Downard, however he knew what he knew, he introduced us all to how it actually works. Animal magnetism, ley lines, places where violent events have been known to have occurred, how they get used to manipulate society and revelation of method is how they get away with it after they've done horrible things. Um, it's all out there. You know, you can either watch television and be a zombie or you can look for things that might inform you. Yeah. This age is going to come around pretty quick. I don't know if it's going to be a Tuesday at three o'clock when, <laughs> when all the death happens all at once or whether it's going to trickle in, but it sure looks like we're headed that way if something doesn't change and we all have the power to change it. Do you have any hope for like states like Florida, Idaho, Texas, that seems to be waking up and pushing back in the long run. It doesn't matter because in the same way that those crown countries, Canada and Australia basically have been treated like livestock, no matter what they've tried to do. We are special here because we're the only place that I know of with a land jurisdiction. That's a whole other thing about legal, but you ask me, 
Look what they do in California all the time. They roll out these things in California. Why is it? Because it was at one time the eighth largest economy. In other words, if they could pass a law with that many people, they knew it would eventually creep over most of the other states. In other words, why are we looking at one state hoping there's an outpost? Do you suppose one state's going to survive if all the rest of them go down? It's not the way it really works. And by the way, well, I'm not going to get into it. We don't have time. The idea of, of state citizenship and all these other things. The point is, is you can't be willing to watch the state you don't give a damn about sink. If that state sinks, you're that much closer to the water's edge. I'm with you. I'm with you. I mean, places like Chicago, Philadelphia, We're in San Francisco. <laughs> Cal- City, cities are going to get it hard. They always get it hard. This is what woke me up to the to the birth rate fraud. I was in a plane going from Rhode Island to San Diego, and it dawned on me all at once. Global warming, too many people in the world. And what I actually saw with my own two eyes when I quit being a baby and thought for myself is I see crap loads of people for about four minutes till I get out of the city center. Then I see open land like you wouldn't believe for 80 or 90% of that flight. And then occasionally I get to a city and I see a crap load of people. And then I get out into massive open spaces flying at however fast the plane flies at 30,000 feet. And I began to think, how is it that I've seen this all my life and I never questioned what my own eyes are showing me? And then I met other people who went and they started to farm. One person told me recently, and I believe them, he could feed 10 families with the farming he's doing on one acre. You know, and it's just like getting comfortable with the uncomfortable. That's really what it's all about. And I've been telling everybody that these things that we talk about are simple, but they're not easy at first and once you get to it it will be easy for you but this is the work and you know i mean i i'm like you guys i i like some modern stuff too i like kind of want one foot in one thing and one foot in the other but i'm realizing that we're hurling towards some chaos and i hope that all the uprest uh you know uprising going on and un, unrest that we see in the world uh will lead to all of us coming together and pushing back and waking up and that understanding that like there's so many divide and conquer things going on and if you're angry at somebody because they don't see the world the same way you are you're falling for the perceptions and that goes for both sides i don't care what religion we're talking about yeah that's a fact i don't care what political side you're on like we're we we are more like than we are different we just focus on all these things and you know it's like if someone has a certain lifestyle you don't like as long as they're not hurting other people in particular kids why does it bother you well it goes against laws of god well then let god take care of that you know that god is all powering you know everything's possible with god god created everything that's between them and god so that's my whole thing, man. Stop hurting children. If you see people hurt children, you curb stomp those motherfuckers. And let live and let live. And let's not allow the government to tell us what to do. And that's my biggest thing. Uh, one more time, Crow. Tell them where they can find you. Everything that I do that matters, which is basically everything, is at crow777radio.com, C-R-R-O-W-777radio.com. By the way, a membership at any level, which is like eight bucks, we do eight shows a month, so it's a buck a show. You get free access to Shoot the Moon, which is a two-hour film that my partner Jason did to put together all the years that I filmed through telescopes and chemtrails and things like that. It's all the interesting things I shot. We put it out on the film festival circuit. 
I didn't think a soul was going to care. It's now won 10 laurels, 10 awards. People are beginning to think and be ready for the things I say, like NASA lies for a living. Um, but it's an interesting movie. You get it for free if you're sub to me. And what we do is we talk common sense. We're not picking sides. We're just talking common sense. Well, I'm excited about it, and I really thank you guys. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, please go to his website, crow777radio.com. Uh, Check that out. If you want to hear more about what I'm up to, just go to samtriplee.com. I got everything there, T-shirts. Uh, my cameos are there. You can buy gold and silver there. That's it. Uh, all the links to the Telegram, but join join nuke.social it's a matrix and you're going to be able to get on all of my telegrams and if they get rid of that you're not going to lose connections all of my uh podcasts are there uh broken sim cash daddies punch drunk union of the unwanted and some old episodes from my premium content conspiracy social club and zero all there go check out samtriply.com 24-hour radio station all there thank you guys uh we love you very much let us know what you think of the new format of us getting right into it and uh go hey hope to see you guys at some of my live shows love you guys thank you so much for all the support have a great week we'll talk to you soon bye we go deep homeboy open your mind From the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack. Tim foil hack.